Happy Lunar New Year and Super New Moon in Aquarius. This new moon and the Lunar New Year at approximately 20 and a half degrees of Aquarius became exact on Friday, February 9th at 5.58 p.m. New York time, which is 22.58 Greenwich Mean Time. As this was the first new moon of 2024, it was also the Lunar and Chinese New Year. 2024 is the year of the wood dragon, a year that is purported to bring good fortune, especially in business in the Chinese zodiac. The sun is in the fixed air sign of Aquarius where it meets the moon to form this new moon. Although Aquarius season occurs in the middle third of winter, we have already surpassed in bulk, meaning by the pagan wheel of the year, we are already actually in springtime. The glyph of Aquarius is the water bearer, represented by two parallel lines, each depicting water. The water bearer pours water back and forth between his or her jugs, representing the act of finding balance. Aquarius likes to create balance and harmony within the context of a group. Aquarius is the ruler of the 11th house, the house of friends. This house rules over our relationships with groups. During Aquarius season, we feel a call to connect in groups with like-minded people, like I've been doing here at the Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles. Aquarius encourages us to put our egos aside and to find connection in a common cause. We also like to have discussions with others during Aquarius season about the direction of society and the planet, like we've been doing here in Los Angeles as well. Aquarius's planetary ruler Uranus is squaring the sun and moon on this new moon, making us strive to step as much as possible into our uniqueness. This is a time to express yourself creatively however you feel inspired to. The potential pitfall of the Uranus-heavy square, though, is that we can be prone to accidents and unexpected events in general may take place. This is a tower card sort of energy, but there's nothing to fear as if anything unexpected does happen, it is always for the greatest good. The lightning bolt at the top of the tower card represents both spiritual enlightenment and the wisdom that comes from the unexpected curveballs that life throws at us. With Mercury and Aquarius squaring Jupiter and Taurus, we want to be seen and heard as much as possible. We feel the need for our voices to matter right now. It's a very opening the third eye chakra energy, which is something that is necessary in order for us to step fully into our divine service work on this planet. Stepping into your divine service work. We have a really wonderful sextile between the North Node and the Sun and the Moon occurring in this new moon chart. This opportunistic aspect is calling us to step into our divine service work on the planet. As we ramp up the energy, as as we on-ramp into the planetary age of Aquarius, the famous gurus of the past are fading in relevance as we see the rise of hundreds of thousands of spiritual teachers, including yours truly, each with their own niche audiences. Although each and every teacher has a different perspective, style, and personality, the core teachings should be the same, love, unity, and healing. If you feel that you have something to teach, then put yourself out there. Now's the time. It could be something informal that you do in social situations, or you might feel guided to start a blog or write a book. This age of information that we are in now provides the opportunity for voices from around the world to be heard like never before. It feels really good to your soul when you share the things you've learned and help to guide others no matter on how small of a scale. This is the essence of the Aquarian energy, a sharing of resources, information, and energy. The Aquarian energies are intending to really bring us into communion with our service work. Service work, as I would define it, is a broad term that covers all the positive work you are meant to do on this planet, all the people, animals, and environments you're meant to help, and the positive legacy that you're meant to leave behind when someday you graduate from this realm. 
It is your unique physical and vibratory contribution to the healing and ascension of this collective consciousness of humanity. It can be helpful to define your service work in a single sentence. For me, for example, my service work is to assist in the freeing and ascension of humanity by working directly on the ground with lightworkers from around the world at all stages of their journey to help them heal their wounds, understand their purpose and plan, learn spiritual tools and skills, and to create their highest destiny and step into their divinely guided service work. How would you define your service work? Here are some great questions to get you thinking and even better to journal on. And remember, you can go to the pinned comment if you're listening on the Higher Self channel, and you can click the article version of this uh, of this podcast, and it has all of the journal questions right there for you to uh, utilize. Who or what do I feel most called to help? For example, it could be alcoholics, the elderly, children, animals, nature. I feel most fulfilled when I fill in the blank. Which skills or talents do people most often ask for me to help them with? What do I feel like my mission is here on Earth? Why do I feel like I came to this planet? If I had no fear, how would I choose to earn my living? Or how would I choose to live? It doesn't even have to be about a career or a job. What type of legacy do I want to leave behind? What is the one thing that I have to help, heal, or improve for other people, animals, plants, nature, the planet, or society before I leave the planet. Go ahead and write down your service mission and keep it somewhere special. When you step more fully into your service work, you will naturally begin to unravel any of the shadow aspects of Aquarius, like self-sabotage, which we'll, we will discuss in a, a future section here in this podcast. If you're feeling called, by the way, to monetize your service work or even to make it into a full-time career, then please get yourself a head start and email me at youareadivinehuman at gmail.com. That's youareadivinehuman at gmail.com. And purchase my How to Be a Successful Spiritual Entrepreneur web webinar. And for just $44, you can learn all of my trade secrets about what made me successful in this industry. And not just the practical side of things, but the energetic side of things as well. Just 44 bucks, you learn as much in this $44 course as in many multi-thousand dollar business programs. Envisioning a better world for all. Let's talk about harnessing this powerful Aquarian energy to precipitate changes on the collective level. Aquarius is a forward-thinking progressive. For, Aquarius is forward-thinking, progressive, and demands equality. The vast income disparity between the haves and the have-nots on our planet is something that just won't be able to last much longer during this planetary age of Aquarius. The Aquarian pressure, energetically speaking, will simply become too great and change will have to occur one way or another. This differs dramatically from the dualistic all-or-nothing shadow energy of the age of Pisces, which we have graduated from. It might look like a pretty impossible task to shift this planet from its current economic system to something that will be able to support the proper nutrition, medical care, and spiritual health of all human beings, but this is not something that is meant to happen overnight. Although Pluto, having now entered Aquarius, does represent the runway up to the age of Aquarius, so to speak, the ramp up to the age of Aquarius, the true planetary age of Aquarius, when the rising sun aligns with the boundaries of the constellation of Aquarius on the northern hemisphere vernal equinox, begins around 2043. 2043. So we've got a long way to go until we're fully into that planetary age of Aquarius. So we shouldn't expect this transition to happen overnight. 
In fact, things might overall look worse before they start getting better. This year in particular is likely to be a rough year. For my extensive and specific planetary predictions for 2024, please check out my 2024 preview and highest timeline activation. Go to the pinned comment if you're listening on the Higher Self channel. Go to my YouTube channel. So, of course, I uh, am managing the Higher Self channel, but I have my own channel. It's uh, Matthew John. Uh, just if you type into the YouTube search bar, Matthew John. Or again, go to that pinned comment below and uh, you can click the link to go directly to my channel. And uh, just scroll down uh, a couple of videos. Uh, scroll down a couple past a couple of recent videos, and you'll find the 2024 preview and highest timeline activation, where I give all of my fascinating planetary predictions for 2024. Uranus, Aquarius's ruling planet, is squaring the sun and moon, creating an air of tension in the collective. Uranus is the planet of societal change and revolution. During this Aquarian lunation, us conscious light workers, as well as many in the general public, will be feeling a palpable sense of wanting to move forward as a collective into something new and better. We need to have patience and faith while doing what we can to, to shift the collective consciousness. For most of us, the most effective possible thing that we can do to help the collective consciousness is to shift the consciousness within our own vessels. You do not have enough power to shift the entire collective conscious and the trajectory of the planet with your will, but you do have the power to shift the entirety of your individual consciousness with your willpower. One of the laws of the universe is that whatever you have the power to affect is whatever you are meant to have the power to affect. When you try to shift something that you don't have the power to shift, you end up feeling disempowered and victimized, which puts you right back down into that lower vibration where the powers that be don't mind you being. When you take control of what you can control and nothing more, you move into that high vibration of empowerment and self-responsibility, which by the way also alleviates self-sabotage, which I will discuss at length in the next section as you become an energetic broadcaster for that high vibration. Like the 100th monkey syndrome, that vibration of empowerment spreads like wildfire and begins to have an exponentially large impact on the collective consciousness itself. As the collective consciousness shifts into higher and higher vibrations, it moves to higher and higher timelines where the control structures that are based on fear, trickery, and abuse can no longer vibrationally stand. It's crucial to remain optimistic about things, both in regards to your individual journey and the collective journey. If one thing's for sure, it's that pessimism will not increase your chances of living the type of life you want to live, individually or collectively. We really need to have that wide-eyed, childlike naivete of everything is possible because in reality, it is. You probably know by now that we live in an infinite multiverse, in a holographic projection, and that nothing is totally concrete and as real as it might seem. You know that miracles happen. You might have already experienced a few in your life. Use this new moon time to realign with that energy of believing in, embracing, and even expecting the miraculous. Find ways to recognize the little miracles in your day-to-day -day life. Every synchronicity is a miracle. Every loving embrace, every ray of sunshine, and every laugh is a miracle. Be the one that recognizes the little miracles every single day, while the other 99% of people stay in limbo, waiting to be liberated by their own mind. The choice is yours. In order to move into your highest vibration, you must overcome one of the shadow aspects of the Aquarian energy, which is self-sabotage. Transcending Self-Sabotage The theme of overcoming self-sabotage is something that has been coming 
up for a lot of light workers recently and will continue here over the next 26 days. This is because we are in the process of clearing house of those patterns which are no longer supporting us in stepping fully into our individualized, divinely designed service roles. What I've discovered about self-sabotage is this. The self-saboteur within is only active and with you to provide you a gateway into seeing your own shadow. Let me repeat that. The self-saboteur within is only active and with you to provide you a gateway into seeing your own shadow. The shadow is the aggregate of the unprocessed wounds within whether from this lifetime or others. When you become aware of that part of you, which has often sabotaged good things from manifesting through lower vibrational choices, fear or avoidance, you have the power to transcend that pattern. Of course, on another level, there are no such things as bad choices. And also on another level, fear is there to protect you. And every choice made out of self-sabotage was only made to help you advance spiritually, whether you intended for that to be the case or not. But once you become aware of these patterns, there is no longer any need to carry them forward. It's as if you have discovered that you have been carrying a brick attached to your back, and once you recognize that, you can put the brick down and go about your life feeling lighter and like things can come more easily and with less struggle. Remember, you always have free will in every moment. It's just that the types of internal and external reactions that you have become accustomed to over and over again, which you ultimately inherited from those who raised you, keep you stuck in a feedback loop that is called a program. If you have a history of self-sabotaging yourself, that is part of your program. To stop the self-sabotage, you simply need to step out of that program and into a new program. And that's something that ideally needs to be practiced over and over if it's actually going to stick. Think to yourself, what would the higher dimensional aspect of me choose, think, or say in this moment or situation? What type of words or choices or, or thoughts would likely lead me to transcend my karma, while what sorts of words, choices, or thoughts would likely to keep me stuck in the same karmic loop? And again, the choice is always yours. It's time to get all parts of you on board with your forward momentum. If there's any parts of you that feel stuck in the past, stuck in a lower vibrational timeline, or just stuck in general, ask those parts of you what they need from you. How can you serve them? What these parts are really looking for is safety. It can be scary to parts of you that have become scarred and injured by the past to move forward into a new project, a new relationship, a new location, a new career, higher income, a new hobby, etc. The more you can make these parts you feel safe, like a loving parent would for an anxious child, the easier it is for you to get fully integrated and feel more together than ever before. The self-saboteur also tends to show up when someone has an inclination to be less than forgiving with themselves. This lack of forgiveness towards oneself really hurts and injures the inner child who already has been hurt by that parental figure who is less than forgiving with them or with the other parental figure or with his or herself as we can literally feel the vibration of those who raise us when we were young. The shadow's job is to show itself at inconvenient times in inconvenient ways in order to get you to recognize where the inner child has been hurt. If you're very harsh on yourself, you will tend to self-sabotage yourself as well. So learning to also be more forgiving with yourself is another important aspect of transcending self-sabotage. When you gift yourself with the freedom to make as many mistakes as you need to and to love yourself just the same, the self-saboteur within will evaporate and never need to return. Issues coming up in romantic relationships. 
with the North Node and Chiron, the Wounded Healer, squaring Venus and Capricorn, complicated issues are coming up in romantic relationships. You may tend to, at this time, be more cut off from the emotional experiences of the troubles or struggles in the relationship and be more thinking things out logically. Arguments may be abundant right now in romantic relationships. If a romantic relationship is going to make it through this difficult lunation, things must be communicated clearly, giving heed to the practical side of things. The real issue the real issues in the relationship need to be faced right now. Wishing you a fun, enlightening, and expansive new moon in Aquarius and a happy lunar new year. With love, this is Matthew John. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast as usual. Please comment below. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Let me know if you're excited about the Lunar New Year. What are you excited for as we enter the year of the Wood Dragon? And are you excited for this Aquarius new moon? And let me know if you are an Aquarius sun or rising. Let us know in the comments section below. And if you're a brand new listener, I also always like hearing from you as well. Let us know in the comments below. And if you are not familiar with me, I am Matthew John. I'm a spiritual teacher and intuitive healer. And you can check out all of my stuff on my website, youareadivinehuman.org. All spelled out, youareadivinehuman.org. Or go to the pinned comment below here on the Higher Self channel and click on my website from there. I offer private sessions, group programs, retreats, and a whole library of free resources, videos, and articles uh, all on my website. And what I am excited about now is enrolling people for March for my very popular group mentorship program, Ascending as One. March is going to be a really, really fun month. And if you're not familiar with Ascending as One, I know some of you listening are in Ascending as One. It is my signature group mentorship program. We meet uh, for three or four classes uh, a month, depending on your level of membership, Tier 2 or VIP. And we generally meet on Sundays from 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. But if you miss the classes or just want to only watch part of them or you want to watch them again, you know, you get to uh, stream the replay right after. Uh, the first hour, we do in-depth astrology. We go way more in-depth than on these podcasts. I go into the day-to-day, what's happening Monday, Wednesday, Friday, etc. When are the moon void of courses? We go from the outer planets to the eclipses to the inner planets in a very logical uh, manner to help you to really comprehend astrology like never before. And after that, we do the topic for the day. So our upcoming topics, March 3rd is Healing Your Heart Chakra. March 10th is a journey to inner earth Agartha. March 23rd, that's a VIP only call. You got to join VIP. Our spring equinox group activation plus our Syrian channeling. That's VIP only. March 24th, clearing geopathic stress from your home and property, uh, which is really important because did you know that, for example, if you have a geopathic stress lines or noxious zones or uh, ley lines or underground water like under a bed, it can actually drastically increase the uh, likelihood of cancer. Uh, to pe- people sleeping in that bed. So it's really important to know how to uh, you know, test your house for these geopathic stress lines using dowsing and how to clear whatever you find. I'm going to teach you all of that. So again, there's two uh, levels of membership. Tier 2 gets you three group calls. VIP gets you four group calls, including that VIP-only Syrian channeling call. As I said, in March, it'll be the spring equinox group activation. Every time we do the uh, equinox or solstice activations, they're just so much fun and so powerful. We set a lot of intentions. You know, it's the astrological new year. So that's going to be awesome. And uh, the Syrian channeling is so fun. You get to speak with a group of Syrian extraterrestrials and ask them any questions you'd like. It's just amazing. Um, and the VIP tier, not only do you get that bonus call, you also get a private reading with me and I guarantee you space. 
in my schedule for the month that you're enrolled. So if you enroll for March, I absolutely guarantee that you will get a 20-minute private session with me in the month of March. How cool is that? You can ask me anything during these private sessions. You want to know your soul contracts. You want to know if you're a starseed. You want advice whether you should change jobs or move. Uh, you want to get a natal chart reading. You want to, to know what your purpose is in this life. I can go into the, the deep questions uh, and answer anything on these 20-minute private sessions. And it's the best way to work with me uh, in privately because you get immediate availability. And uh, again, I work very fast. So you can get all of your questions answered in that 20 minutes. So that's for March. And the other thing that I'm excited about is my Light on the Hill retreat, which is in September. I have an early bird special expiring March 1st, okay? So Light on the Hill, this was the, my favorite retreat we've done. Uh, we, we did it last August, and we're doing it again this September. It's at the most magical, magical place I for me in the whole country, which is Light on the Hill, over 200 acres of land in upstate New York. Uh, with it's gorgeous, the Inner Light Lodge on the top of a hill, looking through a valley all the way to Pennsylvania. The entire land is filled with the Haudenosaunee, the Iroquois indigenous spirits. They really run the place. And stepping into Light on the Hill, it's like stepping into the fifth dimension. It's it's unbelievable. The food is unbelievable. The cooks literally grow it in their own gardens. It is a magical experience. And New York is so divine in August and September. Nice and cool, 70s, uh, mid-70s during the day, low 60s at night. It's just wonderful. Um, so join us. Uh, you save 30%, which is an amazing deal. Uh, with just a $500 deposit by March 1st, that locks in your early bird rate. And uh, after that, your balance is just six ninety one. I mean, it's incredibly affordable for an all-inclusive four-day, three-night retreat that includes... Uh, free massages, free yoga, energy healings with me, connecting with uh, all sorts of extraterrestrial beings, and connecting with ancestors, connecting with the indigenous spirits, and it's so healing and enlightening. So that's September 5th through 8th this year. And again, that early bird special expires March 1st. So email me, you are a divine human at gmail.com to put down your deposit. You are a divine human at gmail.com. You can also go to my website. Again, go to that link uh, in the pinned comment below. Go to courses, events, and retreats, and you can actually uh, scroll down to uh, the upcoming events section, and you can click on uh, the link for the East Coast Retreat digital brochure. We also still have room left, okay, for the Mount Shasta Retreat. That's coming up sooner. That's May 15th through 19th. And if you sign up for Ascending as One for March, I'm going to give you 20% off the entire retreat, okay? That is a five-day, four-night, uh, all-inclusive retreat in Mount Shasta. It's incredibly affordable. And if you do the discount, okay, it for five days, all-inclusive, it's it's going to be uh, under two grand. And it, it, that is a fantastic price for everything I'm giving you in that Mount Shasta retreat. So if you're interested in either of the upcoming retreats, go to that Courses, Events, and Retreats page, scroll down, and click on the digital brochure. It'll say View the Mount Shasta digital brochure, and you can flip through it, and also view the East Coast Retreat digital brochure, and you can flip through that. So that's what's coming up, and I will be talking to you next on the upcoming full moon in virgo because if you can believe it 
We are soon entering Pisces season. Time keeps on going. <laughs> Amazing. So uh, it's been a pleasure, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Happy Super New Moon. Happy Lunar New Year. Please remember to be kind to yourself, to be kind to others, to be kind to animals, and to be kind to the earth. With love, this is Matthew John.